was moving like I've seldom seen him in my church. People were coming to Christ. Others were being healed. Still others were being set free and inspired. Then one day I heard some complaints. I said, God, how can you keep touching people when there's division? He simply replied, what's different between this Sunday and last Sunday? I said, I get it. The only thing different is that now I know what you knew all along. You're not bound just because men are. Hi, I'm Terry Hardigan, and this is Life Journeys, again with a message to help us understand why God is allowing the firestorms that He is in our lives today. We easily put assumptions on what God can and can't do in a city, a nation, or in our own families. I brought this up because of how disturbed I have been at what's happening in America. He basically said the same thing to me, just in a different way. What's different now? I can see what you've seen all along in America. He looks at the heart of a man, and he's seen great hatred, great fear, and many broken hearts for a long time. He's seen hidden agendas of political corruption, power-hungry leaders, deceptive journalists, and satanic hatred that has lingered for generations. He's just decided that it's time to let the lid come off and expose what's been in the hearts of men all along. He's not shocked, surprised, or confused. You said, the devil is attacking. Huh, he's been setting us up for this sting for decades. As I've been recalled to active duty, but in a different position, I've also been deeply stirred for our nation. I sense God's message and his motivation. He loves us enough to not enable the deception within. Things must come to the surface so that men can decide if their treasures are worth it. In this, I haven't taken political sides publicly because that's not my mission or who I represent. To me, this is not a political battle, a racial battle, or a medical battle. So my message has been light and faith. Light to help people realize the spiritual battle and faith to help people win it. It's about peace in the storm. Winning is what God wants for us, but the right way. I begin to realize that I was getting too upset with what I've been seeing. I haven't been able to handle even a glimpse of what God sees. It was then that he told me, make sure you don't forget to apply your message of peace by faith and honesty to your own life. Light brings honesty, unless I can see my own way through in the battle for peace. How legitimate is my message of faith? It's been easy to get discouraged starting a new ministry like uh, an online podcast ministry, and, and I, I begin to get a little bit discouraged that, Lord, there doesn't seem to be a very big platform. Again, I heard him telling me, it's your job to be faithful to me. I know what I'm doing and calling you. Live to please me with your faithfulness and stop worrying about my job. I don't need your help, just your obedience. Clear-sighted faith is so vital. Otherwise, we'll struggle to apply our lives and our faith in places and ways that we have never been called to. What good is it? 
to attempt to fight a spiritual battle with our own carnal perceptions. It's pretty hypocritical and defeating to say something that is true, but we haven't applied it carefully to our own lives. That's why Jesus often told his disciples, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. When ministry becomes my God, instead of God being my God, I will always start down a road of failure. How can I hope to bring an adjustment into the spiritual vision of others if I can't apply it to my own life? Accepting that is very freeing. The battles God calls us to fight aren't nearly as hard as we make them out to be. Jesus wasn't kidding when he said, Come to me and rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. If I get so wrapped up in the battle that I start getting angry or disgusted and sarcastic, I'll lose the reflection of God's love. I'll wind up trying to bring peace and joy to people who are often going to have more peace and joy than I seem to have. It's much easier to burn the oil of the Spirit in my lamp than it is to burn my own wick. When the oil is low and the wick is burning, it smells, smokes, and grows very dim and ineffective. One day Jesus was in a synagogue and the people were glaring at him. They wanted to trap him with their religious rules. So when a man with a withered hand showed up, attention was drawn to him. According to our expectations, God can't heal or show his power and presence in a place of discord. But Jesus looked at them and said to the crippled man, Stretch forth your hand. You see, God doesn't have to be limited by our problems and battles. Why should we let the heat of battle disturb us so much that we miss the message and try to do his job for him? He's the convincer, not us. The devil doesn't need to hate some politicians. We're doing a good enough job for him some days, it seems. God is our father, and he wants to be theirs as well. He loves them, but we're here. So he says, you love them for me. I died for them. Why can't you? Oftentimes it's because we aren't applying the message of peace in the storm to our own lives, and we can't command the outer storm because we've let it in. There's nothing like the love of God displayed upon the backdrop of a holy man to bring people to a greater conviction than we could ever produce ourselves. The anarchists will hate you, but the wounded and brokenhearted will not. What's the end times message? Jesus said to one church, you've left your first love. Repent. You can read it in Revelation chapter 2. It didn't come from a dream or a vision. It came from God's instruction book, his word about what the end times message is to the church. Don't expect that peace and love will come to the nation through you until you can live it towards the nation. Maybe you're upset, angry, and burning your wick because you've broken yourself. Don't wait until the riots burn your house down before you repent and let him love you. He's not mad at you. He just wants you to rest in him and be a vessel of his peace. Let him give you rest. Take his yoke upon you. It's easier that way. His burden is light. 